Please bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Almighty God, the resplendent light of your truth shines from the mountaintop into our hearts. Transfigure us by your beloved Son and illumine the world with your image. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, today is uh, Transfiguration Sunday, and uh, I have to tell you, the Transfiguration story and Transfiguration Sunday is always one of the most difficult Sundays of the year for me. Um, I think it goes all the way back to my seminary days where I tried to rewrite this story in a creative way and make it uh, uh, more current and that failed miserably, and all of my preaching class informed me of such. Uh, (laughs) But uh, this is a tough story. I I never quite know what to do with it, and I I think part of it is that um, we we aren't ready for it, uh, right? We've been working our way through Mark's gospel since uh, the beginning of January, and it started back with uh, the baptism of Jesus and, and calling of his disciples, and he's just started to do some healing and, to, to, uh, and teaching, and he's starting to uh, get a following, right? And so then we skip ahead several chapters in the gospel, um, and we skip over some really important stuff, like uh, more healing stories, more uh, casting out of demons, more teaching. Uh, there's the uh, feeding of the 5,000 that, ha- that takes place. Uh, there's the confession of, Je- of Jesus as the Messiah by Peter. Um, and then uh, immediately following, there's the first announcement by Jesus that as the Messiah, he is headed towards his death and resurrection, and that that's the path that he's following. Well, that announcement uh, happens just before the story we have today, and uh, that announcement did not go well. When Jesus says, this is where I'm headed, the Son of Man must be turned over and put to death and and die, and, and three days later I'll rise again, Um, The disciples are all like, that can't ever happen, Jesus. That's a horrible plan. We're not going down that path. Well, it's just after that first announcement of this that, uh, that Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up the mountain of transfiguration as we hear in the story we have today. But there's a whole lot of stuff that we've just kind of skipped over. It's important to know this is where we're at in this story. The disciples are learning to follow Jesus. They're they're discovering who he is, but they have an idea, right? They have an idea about the Jesus they want to follow. The Jesus they believe in, the Jesus they're looking for, the Jesus they're waiting for. And Jesus seems seems to uh, show them that that is who he is, but he also seems to say, but uh, I'm not there yet. And so he brings them up on the, on the Mount of Transfiguration today, and what we hear and see in this story is the Jesus they want, right? He's 
glorious and shining with the glory of God and bright. And he's in the presence of Moses and Elijah, the greatest leaders in their history. And Jesus is standing toe to toe with them. And they're all in this place together. And it's, it, it has to be so overwhelming. Uh, in our gospel today, it's, it said Peter didn't know what he was saying because they were all terrified. The word for terrified, uh, I think, is not the best word for us to have chosen. It does mean that, but it really means awestruck, right? Um, so you can be awestruck with terror or with, uh, all, with excitement or all kinds of things, um, but they were, uh, they were awestruck. They were dumbfounded. They could not believe what they were seeing because it was so amazing. And it was exactly what they want. And we know that because Peter says, let's put up some tents and stay here, right? That's all he could think of is we have to hold on to this for as long as we possibly can because this is the Jesus we've been looking for. Oh, Jesus, if you would just let the rest of the world see you like this, we'd really have something, wouldn't we? And so they want to stay there, but... As he's saying those words, God interrupts. God interrupts and says, this is my son, listen to him. All they want to do is to stay with the glorious, beautiful, shining, cleaned up, purified, holy Jesus that they've been longing to spend time with and to be with and to be in the presence of. It's all they could ever hope for. And honestly, isn't that what we want too? Isn't that the same Jesus we want? The one that's all that's that's bright and glorious, the one that has uh, that that when you look at at this Jesus, you're just like amazed at how otherworldly and beautiful and awe-inspiring and terrifying all at once, Jesus is. This is the Jesus we want. But God interrupts us when we get stuck there and say, yeah, let's just stay here. And he interrupts us with the same words. If this is the Jesus you want, then listen to him. Listen to him. Because as much as this is the Jesus we want, Jesus knows it's not the Jesus we need. It's not the Jesus the world needs. And so as soon as God interrupts and says, this is my son, listen to him, he reminds them of that part of the story they didn't like so much. The son of man is on his way to die, that he might rise again to new life, to a glorious life, the life we want. It's not where we're at yet. And there's work to be done. As soon as God interrupts them, listen to him, the words of Jesus are, Let's get going. 
And he leads them down the mountain. He invites them to not, not tell everybody about what they've just seen, right? He doesn't say forget about what you've seen. He says don't talk about this yet. Not until when? Not until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. It's Jesus' way of saying there's work to be done. And what you've just seen tells you where we're headed. But we aren't there yet. There's a lot to do. There's a long path ahead of us, and we have work to do. And it's the work that the world needs. This may be the Jesus you want, but we aren't there yet. You need the Jesus we need. And dear friends, that is our task on this Transfiguration Sunday and every Sunday, and every Tuesday, and every Thursday of our entire life as we live in this place as representatives of Christ who have seen in His resurrection the glory that is to come, but we are in a place where that isn't our story just yet, is it? We know where we're headed, but we have to follow Jesus through the cross, and then to new life. You say, but I don't want to go through the cross. I just want to stay here on the mountain with you, Jesus. Yeah. That's what Peter said, too. There are no shortcuts. There are no detours. There's no way around it. The only way to the Jesus we want is through the Jesus we need. And as Jesus led them up the Mount of Transfiguration that they might know where we're headed, he leads them down that mountain into the plain, into the uh, betrayal and the arguing and the denial, the abandonment, the struggle, and the fighting, the death that is there. He leads them down into the middle of it. And he'll lead them up another mountain. Not the Mount of Transfiguration. The Mount of Calvary. Where Jesus will again be transfigured. where Jesus will show us his love and the depths that he will go for what we need. Both of these mountains shape us as his people. They show us not only where we're headed, they show us the path to get there. They show us that this is the path we follow Jesus on. It's the path we walk with Jesus for the sake of the world. As Christ's church we are called the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ for the sake of the world. 
that when they look at us, not me, but us, the church, universal, they would see a people who will stop at nothing, who will not avoid the struggle that is ahead, but walk straight into it in love for them, for us, for the world. It's only through that love, only through that mountain, only through that cross, only through the Jesus we need that we will ever have the Jesus we want. So, to borrow the words from the Heavenly Father, this is my son. Listen to him. Follow him. There's work to be done. There's a path to follow. And our Lord leads us through it. Amen.